0: From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Pesos. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Hi everyone. Welcome to episode 46. Hey. Um it's kind of crazy we're more than halfway through this season already. Um hope everything is going great. I hope you've been been enjoying the episodes that you've been hearing so far. And again, thanks for all the feedback. Once again, if you haven't subscribed somewhere that you, you know, like YouTube or Twitter, one of the tw- Thank Instagram, you, Twitter, what have you not. Mm-hmm. Uh, please do so. If you can leave a comment on somewhere where you follow the podcast, please do so as well. Recommend it to a friend, so on and so forth. Okay, uh, <laughs>
1: let's get going. Okay. So in the news, uh, climate change deniers might want to listen carefully. Mm-hmm. In Madag- Madagascar is facing one of the worst droughts in 40 years, rising temperatures, there's been little rain. Which has led to crop failure, and there is food insecurity. Food insecurity in Madagascar at the moment, with one million people being food insecure and about four hundred thousand people on the brink of famine. Hmm. Now, Malagasis are dying of hunger. There have been sandstorms, which have basically led to land being barren. They are not suitable for cultivation of crops, and basically everything you plant just dies. Now, unfortunately, many of these people have resorted to eating cactuses, which, are, which they say are horrible. They're eating nuts so they're cracking nuts and eating the whiter the inner white part of the nuts and but but the worst of it all is that some people are eating leather so they're going to people yeah people who are making shoes or sandals and then asking them for the bits of of leather they're boiling them they're grilling them with salt and they're eating them and they're saying that it's really really horrible for their stomachs but they've got no choice wow And um, the UN has estimated that Madagascar will need about 78 billion a million dollars to provide food help. Now, worldwide, 41 million people in 43 countries are at imminent risk of famine, and these four countries are Ethiopia, Madagascar, South Sudan, and Yemen. Now, parts of Nigeria and Burkina Faso are also at the risk of famine. Now. Climate change, wars, economic shock, and of course, COVID have all contributed to this unfortunate um, phenomenon. Now as I probably have mentioned, I don't know in the episode 41 or 42, the prices for food stuff have have risen sharply. And um, there's talk that this has been the highest increase in a decade. Hmm. And while cereals, dairy products, meat and sugar are up 40%. Global maize prices have increased by ninety percent. Wow! In the last years, and I remember, like I said, I remember talking about the maize shortage even here in Tema mm-hmm. in, in episode forty-one. Poultry farmers are lamenting um, the projected maize. Maize was projected; it was projected production of three million metric tons in twenty twenty in Ghana, and it was only we got only one point eight million tons. So mm-hmm. that's that's a huge huge Deficit. loss. Again, the rain patterns, fertilizer shortage, all this snowball into a lot of issues. In addition to the bird flu, it means poultry farmers are losing out, your eggs are going to increase, maize, maize issues, your canke is going to increase, the cost of canke, banku, all those things. I mean, maize is a staple here, so mm-hmm. it's going to affect this greatly. And if you've been to stores or the market recently, you will have noticed that there's an increase, there's a significant increase in the prices of, of foodstuffs. You might think okay yeah, we're doing okay but this is very very concerning the fact that there's even a shortage of certain foodstuffs is it's 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 really concerning and I guess it's not difficult to see that people are really struggling. COVID has made things worse. Right. So what I would say at this point that if you can try and save money, if you've got some land, plant your, I don't know, mm. plant some contumere, plant some tomatoes. It, it sounds difficult, but if you give it a try, it's really, really, it, it, it really helps. It really helps. If you have, if there's hunger, you have to eat contumere for the rest of your of, of the time, I, I guess it's, it's from your garden. It's you don't have to eat nothing sure. leather yeah, or locusts or, mm-hmm. or cactus, you know, it's, it's really concerning. So there's something to watch out for. Also,
0: about. I think, you know, I, it hasn't received quite a lot of pro, high-profile no, reporting has, in the really news. It really
1: hasn't, and, and, and that's quite surprising for me. When I, especially when I read this Madagascar story, I said, mm-hmm. "Where's this in right. the main headlines?" I didn't right. release really, really because I see never, I hadn't heard no. this at all, and it's it's concerning. It's mm-hmm. concerning. It might be Madagascar today, but it could be any other country <sighs> exactly. soon. This is Africa. Exactly. It could be, and of could course, be.
0: as they keep saying, the Sahara is growing, and we are where are we? sub sahara Africa. It's, so it's northern, the northern. Um, you know, West Africa, but mm. northern West Africa is already feeling the effects it's of a problem. you know, it's a problem. Growing a desertification problem. and what have you. So,
1: yeah, so that's mine. The news, something to take note and ponder oh, on. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Thank
0: you. Okay, so hmm <laughs> mine the news is gonna be interesting. Um, mm. So the British Medical Association recently changed its official stance um, from opposition of assisted dying to a neutral stance. Now, this was in September of 2021. Um, now, the medical association represents 150,000 medics and they vote at their annual meeting. Now, this is the first time since 2006 that the vote has shifted from opposition of legalizing assisted dying now this follows the royal college of physicians who in 2019 also voted away from opposition to neutral and before them the royal college of nurses way back in 2009 voted um away from opposition to taking a neutral stance Mm -hmm. now what does neutral stance mean well the vote is either um a for or against However, when you, they don't have a clear majority either way, then um, they declare it a neutral stance, mm-hmm. meaning they're about split in the middle mm-hmm. on the topic. Okay, so what is assisted dying or assisted suicide? Um, this is voluntarily ending one's life with the assistance of another. Now, one is referred to as, as medical-assisted or, physici- phys, sorry, physician-assisted mm-hmm. um suicide or dying it is when um you receive professional medical help Mm -hmm. in voluntarily ending your life now this differs from euthanasia Mm -hmm. in that euthanasia somebody makes the choice for you and um you know to to basically end your life Um, Whereas with assisted dying, you make the choice Mm -hmm, yourself mm -hmm. and they give you the tools or, uh, I guess, medicine, whatever you need in order to carry it out in the most painless and ethical Mm. way. Now, currently, assisted dying is illegal under um, English law, but according to an independent report in 2015, um, about 46 Britons a year go to Switzerland mm. in order to get, uh, to be able to, um, to, to, die, to die, basically, mm. voluntarily. But this comes at an exorbitant cost, and on average, it costs 10,000 pounds to do it. Now, outside of Switzerland, some other countries where assisted dying is legal under certain circumstances, not just you go mm, in there, then, yeah. right. Um, Belgium, Canada, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Spain, and in some states in the US and in some states in Australia. Now, Austria, Colombia, Germany, and Italy have all um, legalized it mm-hmm. through okay. votes, yeah. but have not yet introduced the legislation. Legislature that will regulate it. Right. So it is legal, but they haven't. You can't go ahead and do it mm. yet because they haven't published the guidelines. Because okay. I was
1: almost going to say, why is Germany not there? Oh yeah, because <laughs> Germans to say, yeah, tend to be you, right. Like, oh.
0: Now, of course, the main reasons for opposition fall under two categories. You have, you know, professional. Uh, medical opposition to Mm. it typically falls under the fact that it violates the Hippocratic Oath, Mm. right? and basically goes against the very essence of their role as a healer mm. right now of course the hippocratic oath basically says above all do no harm mm. so they feel mm. like it's a com uh, a conflict of interest with their me- their whole profession mm. to kill to take another person's like life okay mm. now of course as you may imagine the second large source of opposition uh, tends to fall under religious uh, basis where mm you know i mean the official stance of the catholic church and some other churches is is that no matter what your life is not your own Mm. and it's not for you to decide decide. what Mm. it wasn't given to you therefore it's not for you to decide when to end it and that is for the lord to decide Mm. okay um and then you have the third group who are fundamentally not opposed either way Mm. but have questions about you know uh, i guess the scope right they feel like it's a slippery slope right mm, because mostly you have to have a terminal illness Mm. um in order to even where it is legal that that's the main like you have to have a terminal illness as in you're going to die anyway and be in significant discomfort mm. um i believe you have to have a significant amount of pain as well um, in order to 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 be able to carry this out, mm-hmm. and you know, for those people that are just like, okay, where will it end? Today, it's terminal illness. What if next time, if you have even you know, a chronic illness, what mm-hmm. if you say, okay, well, I have right. high blood pressure, and eventually I may have a stroke, so I just want to end my life <laughs> now, whatever. They're like, where's wh- the line? Yeah, where's the, the line? Right and because it's hard to define these things, they're somewhat concerned about um, legalizing it but generally it's indicative that the tides are changing Mm -hmm. and um you know probably in more countries in europe um you know you're going to be able probably england is coming soon since Mm -hmm. now the medical field are all maybe not exactly turning cartwheels and support, but are saying, listen, hey, at the end of the day, mm. we're going to give you that option, option you yeah. know, within the bounds of, you know, again, you have to be, you know, declared terminally ill and qualify right, for it and right. so on and so forth. Right. Now, I find this, um, even though it's a, a controversial topic, I, I remember in the 90s, who remember Dr. Kevorkian, oh, that yeah, name? Yeah, he familiar. was, the, and of course it was illegal then, but mm-hmm. he was called the doctor of death, death or whatever of, yeah, because yeah, he, he was that. doing medically assisted Mm. um suicides or euthanasia in some cases Mm. and of course there was this um case terry shivo i don't even remember Mm. that name anyway she had been in a vegetative state for years or something Mm. and um they were i I can't remember if she had wanted to be not you Mm. know but her family refused or something and it went to court Mm. i don't remember the because i didn't look it up again but it's always been in the news, this mm, sort of thing. And yeah. it's a very interesting topic for me We're because-
1: sensitive, I guess, as well. That's right, it is, a you know, mm. but
0: I have always, always said this, and I've said it to my mom and I'm saying it here now, so mm. it's out in the ether. So if anything happens and anybody want to play no games, you play this audio. <laughs> I had told my mom that I do not want to be kept in I a veggie, yes. state uh- If I'm in a coma and there's no signs of brain activity, pull the plug mm. you want me to be there atrophy you waste away mm. you turn into a skeleton even if you come out of the coma in 10 years you won't be able to walk yeah you won't, won't be able, able to, to talk mm. you won't be able you you probably have lost all your memory because it's very common you won't know who you are you won't even be a person so i'm like listen
1: yeah you don't want to live like
0: exactly that, no. first of all you know i I think you could put it on your driver's license. I know oh, I was an right organ that. donor on my driver's mm. license in the states, but also I'm um, do not resuscitate DNR mm. is my thing. If I have a heart attack and I've been deprived of oxygen for, for so
1: long, yeah, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. don't yeah, b- d- shock me.
0: Too. Why? I've always been <laughs> very adamant about this. I'm not that kind of person who is going mm. to come with a book. Having triumphed over mm. uh, tragedy and relearned to, w- mm. I already have everything I need and I'm struggling. Please, mm. <laughs> I cannot come back now. Coming to eat with it, learn how to talk, walk. No, mm. um, so but I guess ultimately my philosophy is always like you should allow people to decide Most what they point. want to yeah. do. If I, you know, knock on wood, God forbid, were to get cancer and it was terminal, what is the point? I mean, personally, of mm. being in pain. I have watched people pass away from cancer, and it is the cruelest thing you can imagine. It is exactly every day, every day for months, and for what? Because, you know, sometimes it's stage four or stage whatever you know is gonna come. So what is the point? That's I think I
1: think about. maybe secretly people are hoping for a miracle. So they're Listen. hoping that it's that hope that oh maybe if we keep them alive something is gonna happen and they you know get and I understand that
0: that's usually the stance mm. that the family take that even if you were saying pull the plug you're mm. like no we can never know for sure. Maybe it's happened in nineteen eighty something <laughs> some girl was gonna go, and then she came out and she was fine. Mm. But what what on the other side you have the larger likelihood yes, is that no, it's not gonna, it it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But again, I know you know people are very sensitive about this, but I'd like to hear your opinion on it. Would, you know would you do you believe in assisted suicide and mm-hmm. medically assisted dying or mm-hmm. no? What's your stance on it? Ah. So yeah, that's my in the news oh, beautiful. Okay.
1: <laughs> and with that we're on to songs of the week. I've got two songs for you. The first one is from a lady called Taiko Unuki. She's wow. Japanese. A japanese singer songwriter she was born in 1953 mm-hmm. and she initially formed a band called sugar babe no not those sugar babes not, <laughs> not those ones. with two other musician musicians and they split because i guess the sound was not really sounding mm. so they split up she has about 30 albums to her name and i'm not quite sure why i heard the song the song 30, is called that's yeah, a lot that, that's a lot wow the song is called 4am and i'm not sure I'm not, I'm not quite sure where i heard it from but i do remember that when i heard it i made a note because mm. i really really liked it and it's a beautiful song it's a song it's a mix of japanese and english it's really like you know it's it's a beautiful oh, song you I'm have excited. to you have to listen to it the genre of music she makes is city pop and city city pop is basically western music adapted by the Japanese. It emerged in the late 1970s and then peaked in the 19 in the 80s with the arrival of car stereos for some reason hmm. and it's got a lot of jazzy r&b vibes to it the song is beautiful it reminds me a bit of odyssey back to my roots i'm, I'm not sure if you know odyssey is a really old one and it reminds oh, me oh
0: yes i know but i don't know the song but i know okay odyssey. okay yeah
1: they definitely you i'm sure you know this song I'm, I'm pretty sure you know it uh back to my roots and it's probably why i like the song if you haven't listened to anything today, please go look for huh. Taiko Onuki for a... Uh, it just makes you really happy. I don't know. It's that's just good. a really nice song. And so, yeah, that's my first song. The second song that I have for you is called Balanza Pema. And it's from Jorge Ben-Hor. I don't know, probably heard of him. He's a Brazilian musician uh, from Rio de Janeiro. And if you know the song Mash Canada then you mm-hmm. know he's, he's, he's the one who originally actually made that song. Okay. And he was singing this song to a small crowd when he was when he ended up being signed. Now, today's song is Balança Pema, and I looked for the translation. Balança means sort of to shake and to dance. Pema, I don't know what it means because I didn't find it. So if you speak Portuguese, please go listen to the song and then come and tell me what it is about. <laughs> the song is not that long either, it's like a minute and 30 oh. seconds or something so yeah um yeah so around 2015 2016 i have it i had a phase where i listened, to, where i used to listen to Paul him like really really like i had i listened to so many of his songs cool. Pai Tropica, like so many I really, really, I, really, I really i was really into it for That's some dope, reason right? That's really dope. <laughs> and then so for some reason i stopped but then i rediscovered it and i said well you know what i'm going to share that with you
0: nice.
1: so those are my two songs taiko onuki with 4 a.m. and Balanza Pema by Jorge Ben-Hor. Wonderful.
0: (laughs) Absolutely wonderful. All right. So I have three songs this week and I suspect that Eddie limits her songs to two because she knows I'm going to go with three and do the most. I know that this is the We're this balancing is the everything, you know? So I apologize I for hogging. No, the, the, you don't
1: need to. You don't need to. It works perfectly,
0: <laughs> Okay, so again, I got three songs this week. Uh, the first song is by an artist called Ari Lennox and it's mm. called Pressure so ari lennox is a singer-songwriter from dc washington dc in the states and she's the first female signee of j cole's dreamville label so her name is her real name is courtney sinead salter she's 31 and she was born in virginia so shout out to the dmv because that's where i lived most of my time in the states so i'm quite excited about this one she began uploading music to the internet in 2009 and then she independently released a mixtape and an EP in 2014 before getting discovered by J. Cole, who asked her to yes, who asked her to do some reference songs for Rihanna actually. Uh, but she eventually signed to Dreamville officially in 2015 and first appeared on their collaborative album that year then she released her ep um in 2016 called faux or pho i guess that's the vietnamese soup and then in 2019 um she released her first album called shea butter baby and some of you have heard the title song from Mm -hmm. that album which is also called shea butter baby because it it you know it got some buzz and it's a really good song um so pressure was released this summer um in 2021 and it's off an as yet upcoming uh, untitled upcoming album and um if you know ari lennox music it's um basically soulful soul it's soul with a modern so i guess it's neo soul right um and it's really cool i, li- I really like her music and this song is great so check it out mm-hmm. okay so the second song is one of my favorite songs of all time and it is one of my, I would say, top 10 emotional triggers. Now Mm. again, as I've been trying to tell y'all, I'm a very odd person. No, you're not (laughs) odd, you're
1: not odd. I have,
0: there are certain things that I will not even name because I know that anytime I hear or see these triggers, Mm. I'll cry instantly. Now, this song makes me cry instantly no matter when, where, when or why. So I try and not talk about it because in case somebody plays it for me, I'll just disgrace myself in public. Mm,
1: No, I know what to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The song is called, and you may have heard it, it's called Moon River. Yes. And this is the... Whose version? This is the Andy Williams version. Um, And of course, Moon River is uh, what we call an American standard. It's a classic song. It's been covered... By many, so many, 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 many artists people. over the years. It was originally written by Henry Mancini with lyrics by um, Audrey. No, with lyrics by whom? I don't know. Oh, okay, never mind. But it was written by Henry Mancini. And um, if you don't know who Henry Mancini is, another things he's famous for is the Pink Panther theme. Oh. Da-dun, okay. da-dun. Yeah that's Henry Mancini and the song was written and originally performed by Audrey Hepburn in the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's which is another classic film that came out in 1961 and it was a huge 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 hit and it won two Grammys at the 1962 Grammys Song and Record of the Year and um, you know thereafter Andy Williams performed it he was an Mm -hmm. American jazz singer and he performed it for the first time at the 62 awards ceremony where it won and he became more associated with it thereafter and it apparently revived his career Mm -hmm. because at that point in time the dominant uh, pop pop music was a rock and roll and sort of the jazz singer lounge singer Mm -hmm. thing was going out of style Mm -hmm. but this song was such a hit that it revived his career and, um, yeah, and there have been covers by Frank Sinatra, Judy Garland, mm. Louis Armstrong, Rod so Stewart, Frank Ocean, Ocean. Yeah, I I and Jacob Collier, who I talked about mm. two episodes ago. He actually won one of the Grammys he has for his vocal arrangement of this song, Moon River. So, and honestly, look, I'm going to get choked up. I just love it. <laughs> Let's move on quickly. But I just love this song. It is romance and wanderlust (laughs) bottled up in a song and it's perfect to me and that's my second song okay so my third song this week is by a nigerian artist called aria star
1: Mm. i've heard about you oh you you have
0: and it's called bloody samaritan Mm. however the version i actually want to talk about is by loud urban choir Okay. okay so aria star's name is Oyin Kansola. Adere Digbe, I hope I got that right, Adere Bigbe, yes. And she's 19, so very young. young, And she's singer, songwriter and model. She was born in Kutonu, but her parents are Nigerian. So she began modeling at 16, but eventually ventured into music and she uploaded covers to Instagram and um, also uploaded her first original song in 2019, eventually caught the attention of Don Jazzy who you should know you should know who don jazzy is yeah. um and so she eventually got signed to maven which is a label he owns okay. um so her debut album came out in august 2021 so very recently and it's called 19 and dangerous and bloody mm-hmm. samaritan is the lead single of that song now i heard again the first time i heard it was actually by loud urban choir now there's i haven't couldn't find too much information about them but they're based in nigeria and they're based at maybe a 30 member or so mm. choir and they do basically uh, choral arrangements of modern music so okay. they did a cover of bloody samaritan it's very short but it's oh so so good mm. that it made me go look up the and actually i think i prefer this the loud, loud urban choir <laughs> yeah. version better but it's fantastic. So go check both Loud Urban Choir out and then check out the song Arya Star's version, Bloody Samaritan. Now, I just have a quick comment. Like, and I wasn't going to say this because it will come out rude. I'm just like, hmm, is Arya Star one of Tem's sons? Listen, I was just like, right now, I was going to ask doesn't she sound like Tim? Is that one? You know how Nicki Minaj always says, all you <laughs> bees are my sons? and Almost labels just... do that when somebody is popular they try and find their version of that person so you'll find a lot of people are the not bo- bootleg because i don't no, want to like no, disrespect no, no. her artistry or whatever but i'm just like that's Tem's son. When,
1: when I listened to her, I thought, does she not yeah. sound like Tim?
0: So I think it was strategic. They went and got themselves a Thames. So but, I was just
1: waiting for you to finish yeah. this and ask you, does she not sound yes. like Thames? Yes.
0: And like, look, the look right. as well. I'm just okay. like, okay, Mavens, you're doing a right. bit too much. Okay. But she's her own person. She's yeah, her own she, artist. And I think we can still great. enjoy the music. And so I'm going to listen to the whole album. But what I've heard initially, I quite like. So mm. those are my three songs this week. What was the first one? My God. (laughs) (laughs) Pressure by Ari Lennox. Moon River by Andy Williams and Bloody Samaritan by aria Starr and/or mm-hmm. Loud Urban Choir. Okay. Just
1: to add to that, I actually did have three songs today, as you can oh, see okay. here. Okay. Yeah, but then I cancelled it because it was last minute and I didn't have enough notes, so I. But did, just I say the it. song. Let's. Oh, see. it was yeah, Mike and the Mechanics over my shoulder. Looking back. back, yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> over my shoulder. Oh, yeah. I love that song. I love that. I love Mike and the Mechanics. <laughs> yes, they're great. I just didn't know enough in my head about, about him them. To Right. so, I, so I, well I, yeah, still I would...
0: go look at listen to that song yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah we can add we both... that why not yes. why not yeah Mechanics, help. <laughs>
1: I love, I love. so
0: before we continue on with the show i just wanted to let you know about a wonderful opportunity that we have for our listeners thanks to our partners at sendwave So SendWave is an app that allows you to quickly and conveniently send money from the U.S., the U.K., and parts of EU to Ghana and also other African countries. It's completely free to use and very secure. And I know this because I have received money through SendWave myself.
1: With SendWave, you can send mobile money to networks as well as directly to bank accounts and still at no cost. Just search for SendWave in the Google Play Store or the App Store, and when you see a penguin waving, you know you're on the right track. Once you download it, it takes only five minutes to set up and start sending. No matter how much or little you send, it's always free.
0: Sounds great, right? Well, it gets even better. For the month of October, when you use our promo code to PESWAS, you'll get either $10, 10 pounds, or 10 euros, depending on your location, towards your first transfer. And who doesn't like free money? All the information you need will be in the description box, as well as a link to a video of us walking you through the setup process. And now back to the show.
1: Okay. Okay, so then we're on to what the F? So, in Austria, (laughs) a man hid his mom's body so that he could continue to receive her benefits. Oh no. So, the 66 year old man hasn't denied these claims, of course. Wait, but how old was his mom then? If he's 66, coming right up. (laughs) So, his 89 year old mom died of natural causes. And he kept her in the cellar no 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 this man bandaged the mom refrigerated her corpse so that he could keep like basically chopping her money yeah. and he's been able to cash in a total of about fifty thousand euros wow. so far and he knew that eventually the body would decompose so he made sure to swap the ice packs and oh, no. eventually covered his mom body in cat litter and so that caused the cops to mummy no like cause it to mummify now the man also lied to his brother that oh his mom was in the clinic he lied to the postman as well but then the postman became suspicious Mm. because he was the one to deliver the benefits to her so he, the po- the postman, alerted the police, and then they realized that this Mr. Mr. Here has been accused hmm. of benefit fraud and hiding the cops. It's just really, really weird. And it really reminds me of all the crime. You know, I watched all these crime <laughs> documentaries uh, of people killing their spouses or killing their whatever's for, for life insurance. I mean, at it's least really, he didn't kill her. That's what I was going to say. At I least he mean. didn't kill her, but it's just really still bizarre. Yeah, it and is. Your old mom dies, and just because you want to keep getting her money, maybe you don't don't want to share with your brother you keep your cops in the fr- oh, people I are so weird. i think what terrifies
0: me the most is the fact that people can go from zero mm. having never even you know Damn hit you a dog the- yeah. to literally in the kitchen chopping up a human being into body parts wrapping up in bags he's playing around with his mother's body like i don't understand how i don't
1: i don't get you it can either
0: go that far like
1: i'm extremely squeam like i just don't get it Either yeah. it was desperation or he was really dependent on this money. I don't know what drives somebody to do something like this. I really don't. Your own mother? You know the how brother? can you even
0: look at her body? Like I don't know. It's uh, wouldn't
1: anything. you be if it's not for anything? Wouldn't you be scared that exactly. you know something like, like in the night and Yeah, she's
0: like, oh, you you won't let me rest. You won't put me to so I can have a my soul can be free. Or it's whatever. really
1: bizarre. Even at
0: funerals, I try and avoid. You know, looking at they, the corpse. Right? now I, I yeah, also don't do that. Much. I less remember
1: you... my dad's. Sorry, just no. Side. I remember my dad, my granddad's. When I remember one of my aunties saying, "Go look at the body. Go yeah. look at." It. I'm like, "Why?" So I went. I, I didn't look. Yeah, at you me. just I, turn your turn eye. Lower. That's what I do. I'll do the. Why do, do I the, have to look?
0: But I won't look. Cause
1: why? Why? Why do you have to look? Well, what for? So that's my what the f really, <sighs> really bizarre behavior. It is. Uh-oh. People are
0: you know crazy out here, and it's just. Some of them you can't predict the crazy, and that's what's terrifying. At least if you're killing cats when you're 10, we know. You know that, okay? You you will know. know, know. But you wait till you're 60 something and start playing with your mom's corpse. It's crazy. Crazy. Bizarre. All right, so on to more insanity here Mm. in my what the F. (laughs) And it is on a a phenomenon slash movement called breatharianism. What? this one So breatharianism or in in Edia or in Edia I'm not sure how to pronounce it but which is fasting in Latin is the claimed ability of a person to live without food and in some cases also without water but instead the person derives sustenance from prana which is life force which is an Ayurvedic concept mm-hmm. and according to Ayurveda um, sunlight is the main source of prana. Hence, breatharianism, or breatharians, <laughs> believe that you can sustain yourself on sunlight and air alone.
1: We over
0: So, um, surprisingly, breatharianism has been around for quite a while. Um, you have, in the 16th century, an occultist called Paracelus, who claimed to live only on solar energy. <laughs> <laughs> you have a Nepalese monk <laughs> called Bakji, who claimed the same. And was even the subject of a discovery uh, documentary in 2006 called The Boy with Divine Powers. And he claimed that he didn't eat, drink, or move for 96 hours straight. But then it turned out that they weren't allowed to actually film him continuously. Mm -hmm. So nobody knows what What he actually did. Mm -hmm. But he still claims that he's a breatharian and he doesn't need to eat or drink.
1: I skip one meal and I'm shaking. How like how's that like, no, honestly? How do people manage that? Now
0: this same Bakji was later on accused of rape, kidnapping, and violence. Mm. So do with that what you will. Mm. Um but one of the most infamous Bertharians was is called as a woman um, whose original name is Ellen Grieve. She's Australian. Um, but she re-dubbed herself Jasmine, I guess to sound more like a guru um, and she was very prominent in, in the 90s and she claimed that she could live for months just on one cup of tea so now when interviewers went to her home they found her um, kitchen cabinets and whatever <laughs> stocked to the brim with food the
1: clownery. Um, but she
0: claimed it was for her husband and daughter not her Um, So she later volunteered to be observed by 60 Minutes um, news program in Australia for one week. Um, So she was under observation and then they had a medical team on hand as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, But on day four, medical advisors um, suggested or basically demanded that they stop the experiment at risk of liability for for 60 Mm. minutes because she was severely dehydrated, her pulse rate had doubled and her speech was slow. So basically she was dying after day four. So later on Jasmine Heen claimed that the problem was that the air at the hotel (laughs) was polluted because it was near a road and that you know because she wasn't getting the right kind of air, that's why she was unable to go through with it. Um... Now, whilst there have been a few occasions where people cannot seem to explain, mm. um, you know, but, you know, um, I guess this phenomenon after having observed some people, you'll find that always there's an issue with the control or right. with the experiment or one guy, apparently he would go out of view to interact with his followers mm. and then come back. So they're like, okay, mm. well, who is to say that they weren't sneaking him Sim food, yeah, digestive biscuits <laughs> during that time, right? <laughs> Um, although there have been some claims that people say they cannot explain. There was a case in uh, Israel or something mm. like that. But for the most part, these people are exposed to be frauds. Now, this would be something we could all just have a good laugh at, except people have been following these Bertharians and a number of people have died mm. trying this. And one of the famous cases, again, was a woman who was found starved to death in Scotland with the same Jasmine Heen's book next to her and again there are a number of people who have died attempting breatharianism basically starve themselves to death and so yeah that's my what the f and i just i don't know it boggles people, my yeah, mind people, how just follow
1: anything people really. exactly
0: like why would you believe that you can so i mean when everything about the science you know now i'm not saying because scientists will tell you themselves they don't know everything they only know what they know right mm-hmm. um but the mere idea like you can tell, like you said, you get the shakes when yeah, you haven't eaten haven't all day, eaten. you're weak, you're, you know, so to tell somebody, oh, just breathe deeply and sit in the sun, like, come on, seriously, come on, sometimes, really?
1: I, I feel that also, like, sometimes people just don't want to use their common sense, I they, think want, so. to they want to believe to do. oh, I'm one of the first p- people to follow this kind of thing, and I was successful, like, come on, sometimes yeah. just use your brain.
0: I know, now, I don't want to sound judgmental, because I feel this way about people that are in cults as well, like, what, mm. what Why? How do you follow some guru and like you go and live in some commune somewhere and you're being abused and all this, and you're stuck there saying, Oh, but he's my Mm. savior? I don't know. But I mean, brainwashing is strong. So sometimes, but I guess some people are susceptible because you can't tell me nothing, man. Like, you, Mm. unless I go and I have to on my own Mm. want to. I don't, people to come and talk rubbish and you're just like, (gasps) Wow, no. But, you know, I guess. You, again, I don't want to sim- yeah, is, is oversimplify yeah, the yeah, yeah. issue that, and I understand true. there's some, that's true, you know, that's People in cults tend to be looking for a sense of family yes, and yes, things yes, like yes, that. So that's absolutely you know, true. maybe you know, people are missing things in their lives that I'm and not. They f- yeah, and, and they're not... finding it there. Right. True. So anyway, that's my what the F this Ew. week. Breatharianism.
1: Breatharianism. <laughs> right, so we're on to two pessists. Today my two pests is you make my life better. Oh and no, I'm not about to watch um. poetic about some lover or not this kind of people. <laughs> 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 today I want to talk about relationships in general and how ideally they should make our lives better All Right. so by making lives better I don't necessarily mean financially because for businesses or organizations that might be the first point the first thought but do you have a business relationship um, where you've got reliable work we've got unreliable workers deadlines are never met or just generally bad vibes or are you as an employee are you doing the best that you can are you contributing your bits to the overall success or well-being of a company or are you constantly late not doing your work and arguing with anti-vaxxers on facebook <laughs> that's not that's not what your time there is for i get it that sometimes work can be can be slow and dull, but you're there to do a job you're doing the work and you're getting the money so it's a You know, it's a two-way street. Do what you have to do for the overall well-being of the company. Platonic friendships. Are you constantly looking for what you can gain in the Hmm. friendship? Or are you in a friendship so that you can mutually, you know, bounce off each other or make each other's lives better? I
0: think you had talked about emotional vampires before. Mm -hmm.
1: Are you dismissive of your friends' ideas just because they had that great idea and you you didn't? Mm. So you're jealous and you're hating us, hater. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) like. um like I, Peaches and I have a great relationship. Yes, we, we do. We don't Thank need you. to see each other every day. We chat a lot. We run to each other. She sends the most hilarious and amazing voice notes. They always get me <laughs> and Peaches was willing to drive me all the way to some far away place. I didn't ask her, but that's, that's just what friends do. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not what I expect of her. But then it's it's just it's just a beautiful like Thank you it. know, and I, I would like to assume that I also make her life better, right? Absolutely. So that, that, you don't need to
0: assume that stay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes. So absolutely that's the way it is.
1: It's just it's just it's just it's just we just gel. Family. Unfortunately, sometimes we treat our siblings and our mothers and fathers as though they're disposable. Mm. As a family unit, you should be able to make your life better. Granted, that it's not always the case. You've got parents who are really horrible to their kids. You've got kids who are really horrible to their parents. But then family is one of those bonds which should be, I feel, should be the strongest. They're right. the closest to you, really, when you think about it. So it should be one of the, the strongest and some people think it's just about providing material material stuff for your kids that's not it's not about that if you can't show your children love and care and affection how does material how exactly. do material things matter exactly. in the, in you can end. have
0: all of that and right without the nurturing you still you know your life is empty yeah really?
1: yeah older siblings your younger sisters are not your slaves they're not your people hmm. to be sending and things Younger siblings, your older people are not your uh, not your, your Bank <laughs> Like, come on, let's 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 foster some relationship, like, genuine. like really genuine relationship, not because of what you can get. Right? It needs to be balanced and not skewed. And of course, romantic partners. For the love of God, <laughs> <laughs> stop treating your and this goes. This mainly goes now to the men. Stop treating your partners, your wives as as though they're your slaves. Mm. It's not fair. How are you making your lives, your wife, your wife's or your partner's life better if you both are working, you both are splitting bills, and she's doing the cooking, the cleaning, the feeding, my face. the shopping. She's doing basically everything. And then you're doing nothing. How are you making her life better? If that if that if if that's the reason for marrying, then you I think you've got it wrong. Yep. There is no way you are in a partnership and one person is carrying the absolute most in the in the in the relationship exactly. it does not work that way mm-hmm. you might say oh but my mom used to do it and she mm. didn't complain are you sure she didn't complain have you talked to your mom recently are you have you tried to find out how she was feeling Actually, in that relationship for all
0: those 40 years or whatever you want some to some of quote. you
1: people assume and i just feel it's not fair and this is another whole topic about women carrying the load in yep. relationship doing yep. basically everything while the men just sit back because they can't I just think it's not fair. I've had discussions with my mom about this because I, I just feel like I'm just really, really passionate. that mm-hmm. How can how can it be that I'm born, I get married, and my duty is just, just to, to serve. serve somebody? How is that okay? Like, and it's it not even make... why
0: when you marry, from the time as you just yeah. said, when a child in a, a, a you know, a girl child in a household, you're basically you're the pseudo house help there. Like, it shouldn't be the, that it way. just they look at you like Abba, who should
1: sweep if not to you? I'm you like, know? um others i don't know no and i'm sure it goes vice versa but then for the most part this yes. is how this is how it's structured at least the in woman, our part of the world yeah the woman does everything truly. let's yeah domestic and, work yeah, yeah. and we re- more recently women are lots of women are working they're, they're paying mm-hmm. equal a part of the bill yes. so you better do your part in the household absolutely make absolutely. your life better make your life better don't let it be like let it be like this right Surprising, yeah, equality. add a baby to the mix, and be, it's worse. just 10 times worse. Oh, why have you now? And my mom was saying this. Then they, they have the guests who say, This is not about her personally, let me just say. But she was saying that some of you would just be saying, Why have you let go of your oh, body? yeah, why you're have not you let looking, yourself go when you first? She's doing every single thing
0: with a baby tied to her back, and then they're like, Oh, my wife is so hard
1: working. <laughs> <laughs> As for me, I eat only fresh things. so... I don't eat frozen mm, food. Nah, hey! no,
0: open, so well, go and cook them. Mm. You know, I, I some people have already accused us of being, I don't know, radical feminists or whatever. But it's not whatever. about that. It's just about. Wanting the best for yourself in the same way that anyone else does mm-hmm. and I guess this brings us to the point where I Sometimes for these conversations would like to have a man in the yeah, room so who you, can honestly, Interact and eventually we're gonna get there where we'll try and get guests to come in because mm-hmm. some of these topics Seem it's like one-sided one-sided bridges, because yeah. We're saying it but truly I don't see what he's gonna say that's gonna change anything <laughs> but Give them the opportunity to speak, but if you're out there as a man and you have some feedback on some yeah, of these really things. I'd like to know. i really like know. From my point of view, I just don't see where it's fair. It's not fair.
1: And when you even think about it, take we take away religion, take away everything, and think think about the practicality of it. How is it fair? I I this is me. I'm born. I have a let's say I have a brother or I have a cousin who's a boy. We both grow up. We both get married, and then I need to continue to do all these things, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. How is it fair in exactly. any form or way? Take away everything. How is that really fair? Because I think we, we, we,
0: we're relying on traditional roles that no terms. longer exist. Because mm-hmm. it used to be that, of course, if you're a housewife, sure, you're out there doing this work. And uh, the man is the court, out here. Yeah. And you're, I'm at home doing this other work. And that is equal. Now, I think I may have talked about domestic labor mm-hmm. once. And I said that in many cases, the value of the work that you're doing at home exceeds what the man is bringing home with his little 2000 CDs <laughs> that he wants to come and lord over you. But that's a if different Ever
1: done housework from beginning? You know how tough it yes. is. You know how it is. And then if you were is. to put
0: a value on a nanny, a cook, a cleaner, and all that, it adds up. So you actually produce lots of value. But all that aside, now women have, as Eddie said, entered the workforce. So it is not a traditional man goes to bring home the bacon; you take care of the home. We are all bringing bringing home the bacon now. We all arrive at. 8 30 p.m mm. after a long day's work How so then you turn, turn to me to and sit like down so and... where is the food oh. i'm going to watch football bring it when, one
1: like no it's not anything at all it's just not fair i'm it, sorry it it's, it's not fair you can talk about the head of the house the and you're the neck No, not fair it's just not fair sorry a
0: partnership is about equal exchange not about one person D- using the other one and directing them and telling yeah. them what they're going to do and not do. And then you say, that's how our relationship works. Well, you're cheating somebody in a relationship that way. I you're mean, obviously, advantage if, yeah,
1: obviously, if you think that works for you and you don't well, have by any all means, no complaint. But means. then in the large scheme of things, I don't think it's fair. I really don't think so. Right. So let me just wrap up all this to say that in our everyday relationships, we need to sort of review and look back and say, are you making am I making your life better? Are you making my mm. life better? Of course, we all go through through things. It's not every day that we are in top form. It's not every day that we can give as much as we want to. But just generally, mm-hmm. your relationships should be should be beneficial. Should be of, you know, they should they should do something positive for you. They shouldn't Absolutely. be draining you. They shouldn't be making you annoyed and that kind of thing. Of course, partnerships, we all have a bad days as well. I mean, there's a caveat to all these things, but mm. Generally, we should just really try and make all of our lives better. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. it. That's it. Now I have
0: closed my book here. Forgetting, I haven't even done my two (laughs) passwords yet. Just get enjoying (laughs) the discussion. (laughs) Okay, so my two passwords is on. phenomenon called the Dunning-Kruger effect. look at you. Now, see, what (laughs) I really like is trying to understand, because every single day I find myself asking, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, (laughs) online, you see people doing things online, you Mm. see people saying things, and you're just like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I like to find things that explain it. It doesn't make it any better, but somehow you're a bit like, okay, at least Mm, I know where your Mm. your madness is coming from. Mm So one of my pet peeves is people who are wrong and strong. And you know the ones. They're always talking loudly, arguing back and forth about things that they obviously Mm. and clearly and evidently know nothing Mm. about. (laughs) And I feel like generally stupidity is at an all-time high lately. Um, You know, you'll find people arguing. And again, don't want to bring it back to the pandemic or whatever. Mm. But you will find people trying to argue science with scientists and i'm like how like where do you get off or trying to be telling a doctor mm. you know something that as though they know as if you I did had, my research I did, my, <laughs> I did research, my research right so this a lot of this can be explained by the dunning-kruger effect So the Dunning-Kruger effect is named after two social psychologists called David Dunning Mm -hmm. and Justin Kruger, and it is a hypothetical cognitive bias that posits that people with low ability at a task tend to overestimate their own abilities, Mm. and that people with high ability at a task tend to underestimate their abilities. Mm. So said the two, The miscalculation of the incompetent stems from an error about the self, Mm. whereas the miscalibration of the highly competent stems from an error about others. Okay, so what does that mean? It's just a sophisticated way of saying that you can be so stupid, no, I shouldn't say that, but Mm. so useless at something that (laughs) you cannot even perceive the scope of it to understand how useless you are at the thing, right? Um, and this phenomenon, which is a combination of poor self-awareness and low cognitive ability, is called illusory superiority, okay? So Charles Darwin has a famous quote that says, ignorance more frequently begets confidence than does knowledge. Mm. So you find that people that, who don't know what they're talking
1: about have so much vim! Like, Listen, this happened to me, and I, I think I remember telling you about it. I'm not going to mention names because oh. somebody was trying to give me advice on something that was totally, totally. off. Oh, I could tell that this person actually had no experience idea. in. He had no idea. He was telling me, yeah, 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 do it like this and do it like this. And I was, like... I didn't, I didn't call them out because I'm like, you know, I'll leave it to your ignorance. Mm. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it.
0: <laughs> so, on the other side of the Dunning-Kruger effect, because it's two, is both the actions of the uh incompetent and also the actions of the highly competent so Mm. on the other side for intelligent people to quote socrates the only true wisdom is knowing that you know nothing right (laughs) so so the contrast to the um incompetent is that highly intelligent people tend to um underestimate their own intelligence because Mm. they feel like again is a miscalibration of others that's what Mm. the phrase they think Other people are smarter than they actually are. Mm. So then they're like, in comparison, they're like, oh, I'm not that smart. (laughs) There must be tons of people who know more about this thing than I do. Mm. And they're actually incorrect. They're actually more knowledgeable. But because they underrate themselves, Mm. so you have this balance between people who don't know anything, thinking they know Know so so much, much. Mm -hmm. and people who do have knowledge, feeling like, hey, I'm not qualified to speak about this, right? So let me uh, give you uh, uh, an applicable scenario to clarify the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Let's say, you know, the topic is, I don't know, anything, any area. Let's say chocolate making or something. Mm-hmm. So person A now. He's read 10 books on chocolate making, right? And he stopped there because as far as he knows, Mm. only 12 books were ever written on chocolate making. (laughs) So because he's read 8 out of the 10, he's like, oh, I'm 80%. I have 80% knowledge Mm. on chocolate making. Mm. So basically, I'm an expert now, right? Then you have person B who has read 100 books on chocolate making and stopped there. And during the course of reading these 100 books, each book references another book mm-hmm. and then to him what he's come to understand is that there are a total of about one thousand five hundred books mm-hmm. on chocolate making mm-hmm. and he's read 100 of them right so he's what hey i can't do math what is it 15 per- it's not 15 percent what is 100, 100. 100 out of 1500 look i don't know i don't know i don't do math but whatever <laughs> he's not even 10% of the way let's say because 10% would be 150 so let's say he's 8% mm-hmm. 9% he's got to him he's he's accumulated 9% of the total knowledge that exists mm-hmm. now in spite of that he has actually 10 times the amount of knowledge on the subject than person a mm-hmm. with his you know 8 mm-hmm. out of 10 books mm-hmm. so where they're both sitting there somebody comes in the room is like hey um, we're reviving TEDx Accra mm-hmm. and we want somebody to come and give a speech on chocolate making. Well, guess whose hand shoots up? What? Person A with his 8 out of 10 books mm-hmm. read because in his mind mm-hmm. he is truly an expert on the topic because he read 8 out of the mm-hmm. perceived 10 books on the knowledge. Whereas person B is literally shrinking down in his chair mm-hmm. because he's like, hey, me, I've only read... 100 books out of the thousand five. So I would never call myself an expert, even though somebody's more like, ah, but don't, don't you know? It's like, no, 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 please. I can't go and give a whole speech it on It happens
1: this. a lot here. Ugh.
0: So that's why do you think I said TEDx it Accra? So much it's here. shade, but I'm not mentioning names. <laughs> so person B goes to sit quietly in the audience mm. at TEDx Accra. Mm. There yeah. comes person A on the stage talking absolute rubbish. rubbish. Mm. And you're sitting there like, ah. So so how like, are you on I stage? Mm. I could have done this and done it ten times better, right? And again, as Eddie said, which is why I even brought it up, it happens oh, so, so much in Ghana, and I'm sure other places too, Ugh. but because we're, you know, we we're, we're oriented towards what's happening in Ghana mostly everybody's an expert everybody's an expert and you the minute they open their mouth or you ask them okay you say you make these things or you you know how to do this creative thing or whatever and you commission them to do something for you that's where (laughs) do you remember (laughs) we need to maybe i'll put i'll put an insert here hey
1: because woo
0: common uh, mm. artwork that we ask to do and it's weird because people have all these fancy portfolios and stuff and you wonder is this even your work at this point <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. you won't even finish explaining what you want i, 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 I can't can do it, it. I, i've been doing this for 10 years website designers uh, whether it's sim stress or whatever everybody is an expert mm. everybody is giving some now that zoom is here we're even dead hey. Everybody is giving a Zoom talk on some area And since they of, say,
1: don't be humble. They say, don't be humble. So that's what's happening. Everybody thinks they, you they buy everything. You buy force.
0: Hmm. by force somebody will be arguing online and um, I know my yes I've done my research which research as somebody said what is in your Google search results <laughs> that man, man no see before what, what what access do you have on They're the just same looking internet? for
1: confirmation of you what read
0: the Wikipedia page on the thing and you've decided that you know now the same amount of information as somebody who has spent 15 years in the field. It's- and again because again one side of the dunning-kruger effect is that the intelligent people tend to not they don't talk much they're like okay well you know i'm not going to you go ahead and then so these incompetent people literally sit down thinking oh yeah i've won an argument it's we you have your opinion i have mine your opinion is not weighted the same i don't know who started this thing one man one voice or whatever (laughs) it is like everybody because you can say some you say it your opinion on a subject is not weighted equally to somebody who has a, vo- a lot of experience a
1: wealth, a wealth, wealth of, of
0: mm-hmm. experience and i don't care then
1: go and do your own operations and surgeries <laughs> or whatever like whatever it is like what what, what is this <laughs> I have I this way to, the number of times it's happened to, is usually coming from men. That's the most annoying thing. It usually comes from men. See, you I want to like because this. already but, they say I like, can't marry. Like, do you know me? I, yes. And you're telling, do you know me before you're telling me all these things? Men you know when mans- I was born? Man's mansplaining things to you, telling you about be womanhood and stuff. Mm. I'm like, sir. <laughs> this, the, the funny thing is that I don't call, I don't call people, like, maybe I should start doing it because it gets because, on my again, men.
0: you don't want to <sighs> pretend as though you know everything. So, you just say, mm, I'm not sure that's accurate, but you, telling Ugh, in the interest it's of. It's annoying. Peace. It's annoying. But I think, honestly, so there are ways. Okay, me and throwing this book away. <laughs> <laughs> there are way, The last bit of that was how can you identify? Because, again, a lot of us maybe have some degree of Dunning Kruger in us on mm. one side. Now, I, obviously, the more problematic side are the know nothings who come and present themselves as experts. Um, but also on the other hand, it is damaging if you actually do know what you're talking about, mm, but because you mm, feel like mm. you don't, you don't say anything and you restrict yourself and you can even limit opportunities that you could have otherwise gotten because you're just literally feeling like I don't know enough about this when you do, you know. That's how so, old
1: Doctor UN will come and be giving our words to people and Thank room. you. That's
0: how you <laughs> get the Dr. UN's and the Nam uh-huh, ones and all no, this no, 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 running no. around. Because you
1: with. have mouth. In Ghana if you have mouth, ah you can't you can go places hmm. you can go places really so how
0: do you um, identify or avoid Dunning-Kruger effect in your own life one is to keep learning mm-hmm. um, so there was a quote that talked about um, intellectual humility mm-hmm. be humble in your knowledge
1: you know Ghanians don't, don't like presume that way. so don't be humble don't
0: presume that you can never learn more or that the knowledge you have cannot evolve and change Mm. you know always be intellectually humble now the problem is some people are too intellectually humble Mm. you know but also keep your mind open learn more don't think your knowledge is finished you can never stop learning second thing that you can do to be aware or to um um, mitigate Dunning-Kruger um, effect is to question what you know already.
1: Yeah, yeah. The very information necessary. I
0: have, is it even accurate?
1: Yeah, very necessary.
0: Is the same information that was maybe applicable in 1980 relevant now? Because technology, whatever, everything is evolving, changing rapidly. And just to, again, not to bring it all to the pandemic, but a lot of people have questioned like the CDC and Dr. Fauci and the WHO because they say, eh, one minute you told us this, this and mm-hmm. now you're telling. Because information, information ev- at the time. <laughs> they work with the information that is available at, at the, the time. time and yeah. the longer the pandemic goes on, the more information they know, the more they understand. Therefore, the advice they give you it will, change. will evolve <laughs> and change. But people take that to mean, hey, you must not know what you're talking about because mm-hmm. you keep changing your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you keep changing your mouth. You understand? <laughs> it's 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 please oh, look. Gosh. And then mm. one of the key ways to 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 understand or to mitigate or to prevent having Dunning-Kruger effect is to ask other people how you're doing. Mm. Don't rate yourself. Mm. Ask somebody to rate you.
1: Mm. So People it, like that too much. Ah.
0: You know, you've just come with your own vim. Ask somebody, am I even good at this thing? And let them tell you. Or am I that bad? Because in my case, I just... Everything I do, I panic about it for weeks. Right? I'm and I'm just like, oh, I don't think I can do this and Ooh. and then you go and somebody is just there. Blah, 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 blah. You're like ah. <laughs> you know. So my thing is I always need encouragement. That like, no, you don't even this podcast, I think I suck. I have a hard no. time listening back to things I've said. I have a hard time watching myself. Cause yeah, I'm like, you sound hard. dumb. You sound you know, and then I you you watch something else on some some YouTube trending video and it and you're just like oh that's me a bad style like I'm not that bad like so ask uh, others for mm-hmm. input on how you're you are doing don't self-rate yourself because mm-hmm. you could be overrating or, or underrating, underrating yourself. So yeah. anyway that's perfect, my two pesos this week Dunning Kruger.
1: All right then that's it we'll shout outs out to everybody <laughs> see you next week and take care. Bye, Bye. If you enjoy the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description.